Hey guys, just as a bit of a disclaimer before we start this pilot, uh, periodically throughout the recording, you may hear some buzzing. Uh, we had a fridge in the background uh, that is quite noisy, and we didn't realize until after the pilot that it could be heard on uh, the recording. So, sorry, but it's still good, and you should still listen to it all. Um, but after this pilot episode, we don't have that anymore, so we shouldn't have that problem. Uh, enjoy the pilot episode of Act 4. Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast, Act 4. My name's Peyton. You've got Connor here. Yes, sir. And we got Joe in the corner. Hey. And uh, this is our podcast about movies. It is your go-to post-movie podcast. What do you guys think about that? And by post-movie, we mean we're going to cover movies that came out like a decade ago. Yes, sir. It really has been over a decade. The, the first episode, which we're going to cover uh, right after this, it'll launch at the same time as this pilot, is actually going to be the Cars trilogy. We don't really want to dive into that too much right now, but that was in, when was that, Joe? It was 2006, 2011, and then 2017. They really dragged So it like spanned the entire last decade. decade. Wow. So this is our pilot episode. We're not really going to dive into any movies on this one, I don't think, but... We I mean, did we'll want to just talk happens. about movies. Yeah. yeah, whatever happens, happens. This is just, <laughs> for anyone listening, know. if anyone's listening, some people, we, not, we might not get any listeners, honestly. <laughs> X for doubt. Hey, hey. <laughs> we got us three, baby. That's it, that's it. This is just for us. But uh, we still want people to get to know us, get to know what movies we like. Mm. Uh, so let's just, let's dive in. Let's talk about movies. What's your favorite part of going to the movies? Favorite part of going to the movies? I like it when the chairs are able to recline so I can get comfy mm. while I'm watching a movie. Have you ever fallen asleep in one of the recliners? I have. Uh, I, I have, yeah. I watched Rogue One three times in the opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, once with some buddies, the second time with my mom, and I went the third time with my dad. And both me and my dad fell asleep in that movie. Um, <laughs> I fell asleep because I hadn't <laughs> slept in about 32 hours he fell asleep because he just got off work so the one time i ever remember falling asleep during a movie i was like way younger and i went with my like family and we were going to see the movie hop which is like an entire like two hour movie it's like a two hour movie about the easter (laughs) bunny it's it's such a like i don't know how it got greenlit when when easter rolls around we got it but like yes sir Yes, sir. <laughs> but like I went do to back that to movie, back, the Passion of the Christ, and hop back to back. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> All right. So what about it? But me and my dad both fell asleep, <laughs> and my mom loves to bring it up because like every time we like talk about like going to see a movie, and it's like me and my dad, and, like we have to like try to convince my mom to want to go with us because like me and my dad really want to go watch movies in the theaters, but my mom's like but we can just like wait and watch it here and like and not be as expensive. I mean, my dad like, we got to go though. So we're like always having to like pitch the movies to her to go. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm never going to forget that one time that I dragged y'all to a movie and it was to go see Hop and we both fell asleep. Because <laughs> it's just so funny because like... Yeah. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep at, at a movie theater. I feel like when I'm at the movie theater... I just feel like this drive to not fall asleep, even when I'm super tired. Like, we went and watched 1917, like, last week, and I was so tired, but I 
like forbid myself to fall asleep or think about falling asleep because I wanted to watch the movie because first of all it was really good. I think that movie would be impossible to fall asleep to. Yeah, I but like I was still like so tired. Like even if I had like taken some like sleeping pills and stuff, I still was gonna be like I'm not sleeping because I want to see how this ends because I was just really into that movie. Also, like we're gonna try to stay out of spoiler territory for like that movie because it came out very recently. But also, but. like, if you don't want to know anything at all and you haven't seen it, which at the release of this episode, it'll have been out for, like, two weeks now. No. So, because it came like out last week and we're dropping this in a week. Yeah. It'll be so, like it'll, have been, it'll have been two weeks when this yeah. comes out. So, if you're listening to this at launch date, which, thank you for listening to this at launch date. <laughs> um, Props to you. If, and you haven't seen 1917, possible mild spoilers. If you really want to avoid that, go listen to our Cars episode because I'm sure you've seen at least one of those. And then you can come back here after you've seen 1917. Uh, we're not really going to get into it. We're just going to gush about it. And if you don't want to hear anything at all, then, you know, that's that's on you. I uh, mean, like, I'm assuming what we're going to talk about is, like, the, like, nature of the film and, like, yeah. how it's, like, one shot. And, and I feel like most well, people, looks like, like know shot, that yeah. about that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, already, even, it, like, before like before is. I saw it, it's I beautiful. knew that that's what it was. But, like, right yeah. off, like, the jump, like, the first shot, like, it takes you, like, a good, like, seven minutes, maybe, before you even can, like, try to even try to pick out where a cut is. And, like, it is, it's really impressive. Yeah, it it's startling. Like, the start of that movie, I was just caught, like, I knew going into it was going to be one shot. But it just freaked me out so much. I guess I wasn't prepared. Because I never saw... Did you guys ever see Birdman? Because I remember that was a really big deal. Because it was one shot. I didn't yeah. ever watch it. I saw bits and pieces. I've heard about it now because but of like watching videos about it. 1917. And like there's a lot of comparisons to that. Because that was like the last like big movie that did that type of like yeah. filming to it. But I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But like I heard that it was kind of the same way. But like this movie, I hadn't really ever seen a movie that was of that style. And so... Like, the whole first 15 minutes of the movie, my head was hurting. Because I was like, I just want you to cut. Like, it's, like, ingrained into my brain to like, see cuts every few seconds, you know? And it was like just it really It started with, like, this, like, one, like, huge, like, back-drawn shot. And then it's, like, just this long dialogue. And then I, like, I want to rewatch the movie so bad because I feel like I missed every single word that was said in that opening scene Mm -hmm. because in like for like the first like 20 ish minutes of the movie and then I'd like force myself to stop paying attention to the filmmaking Mm -hmm. because like I was just going to miss the plot. I definitely can agree. Um, I was watching the movie. I enjoy movies. I don't go for like the filming or like the lighting, the cinematography directors. (laughs) I go to enjoy a commoner. Yeah, I'm a commoner. (laughs) Uh, I go to I go to enjoy a movie, but I definitely could tell like it was one long take, and I could tell when it got cut sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when things move in front of it, I know that's a cut because it's easy to do. In a movie where you, where it's supposed to appear seamless, the seams stand out, but not like in a weird way. Like they did them very well, but also this was the first movie I think I'd ever seen where the cinematography was actually distracting for me in the best way possible. I agree with that. Like, I feel like the cinematography was so good that I had a hard time focusing on the dialogue and the story and the character development, which was good. There was also, I don't really want to go too deep into spoilers, but there was the the kind of the twist um, yeah. that people weren't expecting in the movie um, and it caught me just so off guard. And I thought that was phenomenal. The way they did it was so good. Like, 
this movie was planned out very well and you could tell they planned it out unlike other movies especially trilogies that you see that they they just don't plan out the trilogy mm-hmm. well they kind of start it out and it kind of trails off and it gets weird you know like star wars the new one and a bunch of other trilogies you can tell they didn't have a clear plan but this movie like had a plan from the beginning yeah. and like i think it was very apparent i think i had one problem and one problem only with the movie that was it was too good no you didn't really get a good <laughs> sense of time because it was one long take yeah time moved really fast in the movie and it was really weird because it appeared seamless like it would go from like day to night and you'd just be like what or yeah. night to day and you're well, like well i think they did a pretty good job because it was real time i think the mm-hmm. movie and the way that they were able to make it real time because if, if you don't know the premise of the story if you haven't seen it and you're still listening because you don't really care that much it is like they have to go on this journey these two guys and it's like a six to eight hour journey mm-hmm. the movie's only two hours but they find ways to speed it up like they end up riding on a car for part of it and i think that makes up a lot of the time and then when you talked about it going from night to gate they the one real cut in the whole thing is when the dude passes out. Yes. Yeah. Like he gets knocked out. And so that's when I noticed it goes to nighttime. And I like to think, because that one, she said it was the next morning. He finds someone and they kind of say something. So I think he was out through the night and woke up like in the morning, like when it was still dark. So I think it becoming light wasn't as weird because it was basically like almost light, like it wasn't the middle of the night. Like I think it felt like because time did elapse. But yeah. It is weird to see a movie in real time, because be that's unconventional, you know. To be a but like that hour. one jump in time, I like when he like wakes up to say like he like looks at his watch and it's broken, and then like it really does start to like build the tension and like let the viewer know that like this is like it's starting to like pick up now and like that you're getting into like the second half of the movie, and I think mm-hmm. it does that really effectively, which is really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So, so that came out very recently. That actually came out here in 2020. Uh, what movies in 2019 did you guys, like, really like? Like, I know, like, y'all are probably going to say Joker. And we're going to go over that. But that's going to get a lot of attention at award shows, Oscars, Golden Globes, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, were there any maybe other movies? We can talk about Joker if you want to. But I, I feel like that gets a lot of talk. Were there maybe, like, movies that you really liked that maybe you felt like were underrated or underappreciated? Or maybe they didn't even come out this year. Just movies you watched this year that you really liked. I don't know. Uh, first one that comes to mind is Jumanji: The Next Level. Mm. I watched that one yeah, recently. Christmas, yeah. I watched that over break with my family. We like had a night, so we're like we rented the first Jumanji movie on Redbox, mm-hmm. and then the next day we watched the second one. So we watched them like back to back, and like I wasn't expecting that much going into it, but like I really did enjoy both of them. Yeah, um, I also saying like movies that came out in twenty nineteen. Talked about the Joker. Uh, we're definitely also going to talk about Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars came out. Yeah. Endgame came out. It was yeah. a big year for movies. Hey, Captain Marvel came out. I know Joe really loves Captain Marvel. He doesn't love that's, Captain Marvel. That's, that's for another time. <laughs> we don't False. When, we do time. Our, when we do our Marvel. False. We don't want to get into that. Um, I, I didn't hate Captain Marvel. Frozen 2 came out. I really, really liked Frozen 2. Frozen 2 was pretty Frozen good. 2 did not get nominated for Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. It did or at the did. Golden Globes, but it yeah. wasn't nominated at the Oscars, which is surprising. Which was kind of surprising because, like, the animation in that movie is just, like, 
breathtaking. Like, it's, like, a lot of the sequences that, like, take place in water and stuff like that throughout that movie are just, like, visually really, really great. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful movie. And that's the thing now also, though, with animation is, like, animation is so good. Because in the past, I feel like when you saw good animation, good animation stood out. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I feel like animation is so consistently good that bad animation stands out more than anything. Because I think we're just used to great animation. Like, mm-hmm. Pixar, Pixar's really, like, paved the way on that. But now Disney animation's up there. DreamWorks has always been pretty yeah. consistent over the last decade. Like, yeah. I feel like just, like, animation has, like, just reached this really high apex, you know? Yeah. And so bad animation stands out Yeah. really bad. I don't know who is outside of our recording studio, but they are being very loud. Very, very loud. So we're sorry that, you can hear That them. is not cash money of them at it all. It's very not cash money. We even have a sign that says audio recording in progress. And like, just, we're trying our best. Speaking you know, It's okay. Oh, it's going to be janky. Speaking of fine. being cash money, the one meme I think about is Godzilla pulling off them glasses. Mm-hmm. Godzilla came out in 2019. King of the Monsters. I, I did not I didn't see watch Godzilla. That. Such a good movie. Didn't that have Eleven from Stranger Things in it? It, it did. did. Yeah. It did. Um, I know that. That's about all I know about that movie. I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> I was like, I saw the trailer and I was just like, um, no, I, I, I don't remember. I'm gonna go pay to see that. <laughs> I remember looking at the reviews on it from the critics, and they were like, "All oh, this is a bunch of big monster fights." And I was like, "Perfect, that's what I want." <laughs> um, and then I get there, and it's like five big monster fights and i was like this is not what you said at all like <laughs> i still have human drama dude just give me the monsters fighting and i will go pay to see that movie 100 oh, yeah. um aren't they like trying to do a thing now to where like they have like the like king kong movie they did a couple years ago now like this godzilla movie they're trying to like tie them all together in like this like monster oh, yeah. universe oh, yeah. thing yes, they want a monster cinematic the, universe the, that's like the their credits, new thing in credit scene of godzilla Which, king of monsters <laughs> We get the setup for Kong versus Godzilla. Okay, okay. Which I don't understand how that's gonna go down. Like I just kinda love how that would also be marketed as the MCU, like the monster cinematic universe. <laughs> oh yeah. You're right. Do you remember when so like when the new mummy movie came out with um Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and they were gonna do like a universe of like the classic monsters, like they were gonna do Mummy, Invisible Man um dracula like all of those like the universal monsters the universal wanted to make a cinematic universe do you guys remember when that was all happening yes it was kind of a thing for a little while i feel like that would be pretty cool but i don't understand why making it into a universe is crucial because you're never gonna have a team and it was really successful money wise and that's what everybody's trying to do because marvel can do a team up though like i know you can't really have the mummy and the Invisible Man and Dracula all teaming up. Like, I just, that, it doesn't work out. Like, the same as far way. as a storyline with those characters go, is all of them fighting each other. <laughs> Pixar as a universe. Yeah, the Pixar theory is one of my favorite theories ever. Yeah. I do love the Pixar theory. And I, that's my headcanon. I, tru- I choose to believe that it is all the same universe. Mm-hmm. They're never going to get a team up. It's just, the, <laughs> it's just there for having jokes in the background yeah and well and just being like the the biggest thing that i think a lot of people are aware of but maybe not everyone is just the easter eggs in pixar movies Mm -hmm. are just 
so well placed. And I feel like we'll kind of talk about some of them in Cars, but we can talk there's, about them now that way. There's a lot in Cars. There's a lot. So like, I mean, yeah. in all of them. Mm-hmm. But like, Cars has some really just like blatant ones. Like, like also at the end of Cars. So at, in the in the trailers, <laughs> yeah. not the trailers, the the final credits at the end, they have like the classic Pixar scenes. Um, just but they're just straight with up Cars. cars. <laughs> and but they do that so that way. Um, what's his name? The the dude whose voice is in every movie, he's Mac. Well, his name he's is Mac. Mac. His he's name is Mac in the movie. Yeah, him. but what's his name? It's like Roth Rothenberger. It's or... John something. It's John with an R. I'll look yeah. it up. But so they do that whole scene I think at the it's end. Like Ratzenberg? Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, it's Ratzenberg. Yeah. I think that's it. But he sure. at the, the very end is his best character. Well, because at the end, the thing is, is like is they're iconic. playing they're playing all the scenes where he's like mm-hmm. in Pixar movies, but as Cars, and he's like. Wow, you know that pig, that piggy bank car is a really great actor. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then goes, like the last yeah, line of it is like, like, man, they're like really cutting it cheap, getting the same guy over and over yeah, again. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute, and it's like <laughs> they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna really just shoehorn in these Easter eggs. <laughs> but there's like, you know, the better ones. Like we were talking about it earlier. Like the Goodyear blimp says Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yes, that's yeah. you know that's like a really clever Easter egg that most people won't notice. And those are the kind of things that I think Pixar. I that's what I love about them is they just hide those little things in there, and they like allude to like future movies, mm-hmm. like whatever their next movie coming out is. Is they have Easter eggs about that. Like, One of my favorite ones is that in um in Ratatouille when he's mm-hmm. going through the sewers and everything like that, and, like oh, climbing the up shadow. the pipes, and there's the mm-hmm. shadow of Doug. Mm-hmm. I remember when I like first realized that I was like. Gosh, yeah, it's, it it's so cool. cool. It I is. saw it when we were watching Cars three in preparation for the first episode. Um, you've got like the scene where they're uh, all those supercars are training with crews, and uh, she tells the one to like think of home, and they flash up the picture from the town in Coco. I don't know if y'all saw that because he's yeah. thinking of his home in Spain mm-hmm. or in Mexico or yeah, Mexico, and and they show up the scene from like Coco and I was like oh that's pretty clever now that like I'd seen Coco it's mm-hmm. like I recognize that and so I really like that they think ahead and do that stuff is always really cool yeah I agree with that um in Cars 2 I know we're talking about Cars a lot but it's fresh on our mind in Cars 2 when they go to uh when they go to Paris they have Gusto's yeah mm-hmm. that, that's that in really my notes funny. on Cars 2 I was, okay. I was like like I saw that and I was just like alright I like it, this I think it's Gasto it's like, gas- yeah it's yeah. Gasto gas, gas- like as in the car so it's like, of gas like gasoline G-A-S like gas and then T-O-W-S toes <laughs> like it's yeah it's as cliche of the car references as it gets where they just change yeah. the words yeah. to be I think car related maybe, things maybe 100%. we should maybe we should stop talking about cars so that way we have stuff to talk about in the next episode because I feel like that's all stuff we're really going to dive into <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah that's one thing I really like about movies is when you can tell that they thought about it and they really thought it out and they had a plan going into it because I think that that just makes it an overall better movie um, which we'll definitely talk about it when we get into like over the summer, we're going to do a summer of Star Wars mm-hmm. and we're going to do a Star Wars movie every week. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that a lot because the Star Wars movies, there, there really was never a plan. Like even in the original trilogy, you can tell that George Lucas didn't have a very clear plan. Mm-hmm. And so are there any other movies like that y'all can think of off the top of your hand that you can be like, uh, they didn't really have a plan because it's especially between sequels. You can usually tell because I'm trying to think, like, there's a lot of, like, the really big examples, 
but are there any like smaller examples that you're like, oh, I don't think they really thought that out? Uh, well, I was gonna bring up Rocky. The very end of the first Rocky, they say no rematch, no rematch, and then the very beginning of Rocky two, they're like, I want a rematch. So like, <laughs> uh, definitely not planned out because they would have. Yeah, I don't think. I think that happens especially with movies that they don't plan on being such a big success, and mm-hmm. then they are, and they're like, oh, well, now we gotta do a sequel. And that's a big part of culture now is, like, sequels. Mm-hmm. Are there any movies that got sequels that shouldn't get sequels? I can think of a few. I can think of a few as well. All right, well, what's a movie that you think shouldn't have gotten a sequel? A movie that I think shouldn't have gotten a sequel? Mm-hmm. Toy Story 3. Mm. So so you're not I'll... even thinking of a movie that shouldn't have gotten a sequel. You're thinking of a trilogy that shouldn't have gotten a fourth. A fourth. Yeah. Uh, I think Toy Story 4. I mean, like, y'all know how I feel about that movie. I was gonna bring it up when we were talking about, like, movies of 2019. Mm. But, like, I really like that movie. And, like, I just think it's... Toy Story 3 was such a good conclusion to their time with Andy and how they were gonna move on. But... I think it left the toys in a spot to where, like, they had to resolve how they were going to be as, like, their own family unit. And, like, I watched it at a a time when I was about to move away to college and stuff like that. And I was, like, leaving my group of friends to go, like, try to find, like, a new community, like, moving away to school. So that kind of, like, story throughout that throughout that movie of, like, moving on and, like, Woody, at the end, spoiler, I guess, where he, like, decides to, like, leave the main group of characters and go off with Bo Peep and be a lost toy, which is, like, their way of him being found at the end and, like, him finding a new purpose because he's never going to be able to let go of of Andy. So he's just going to be lost and just be able to do whatever he wants to make him feel good. I was it like spoke to me really well and then like I watched that with my parents that was like one of the last movies I watched with my parents before I left and they loved it from the idea that it's like a parenting movie more than anything else where like it's Woody having to take care of Forky because that's what's most important to his kid at Mm -hmm. the time and it's Woody like having to like step up and like be responsible for something because he's like just a passionate character and that's like what drives his character motive so my parents really like that and Forky is just absolutely hilarious because he is trash and so am I (laughs) (laughs) I do like Forky I do like yeah I mean I feel like I don't I don't think I would ever argue that it's a bad movie because I don't think any of the the Toy Story movies are bad I just think it's an unnecessary movie and that's what I would say I just be like we we don't need it like like that's kind of my thoughts with like Solo I think Solo is a really good movie, but I think it's completely unnecessary. Like, I love Solo. I, I thought it was really good. I might get a lot of hate for that. I think Solo is a really good movie. There's some stupid stuff in it, for sure. Like, all the Star Wars movies have stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and But but I still think it's the best of the prequels. And <laughs> Solo is a prequel. And so is Rogue One. They're both prequels. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just... <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm kind of thrown so, off because that's the yeah. first time I've ever heard someone say that. <laughs> it because is because normally prequel. they are like in their own category. But like I get what you're saying. Like yeah. if it's before <laughs> episode four, it is a prequel. Like yeah. I get what you're saying. I will say, <laughs> but but it's still unnecessary. It is a. That's the first time I've ever heard it. 
but I 100% agree with you. I know. It, yeah. it is a prequel. Do you remember? Well, because when Rogue One came out. Like, I'm going to start referring huge, yeah. to those movies as that now. They're, they're prequels. Well, when Rogue One came out, there was that huge movement online. It was like, hashtag Rogue One is a prequel. Do you not remember that? It I was mean, such Rogue a big One deal. is. Rogue One like, like the is... most prequel of like all of them. Like it is straight minutes into episode mm-hmm. four, which is yeah. why it's even including so good. episode four. Yeah. Yes, like for real, like straight up overlap. Yes. But uh, there is yeah, no solo is a prequel. It's like this close. That's what okay. I'm saying. It's well, like literally minutes. It's yeah, which is why that final scene. Ooh, but, don't even get me started. Oh my we'll goodness. we'll talk about that in the summer. Yeah. Um, Back to a. I just thought of a movie that definitely didn't need a sequel. Okay. Do y'all remember that Tooth Fairy movie? With Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, and then they did it with they Larry, did it with Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> yeah, don't know who thought that was a good idea, but oh, it wasn't. It really wasn't. You have me just thinking of like Dwayne the Rock Johnson's like movie career now, and like he did like Tooth Fairy, and then he did like Game Plan, which was like that like Disney Channel movie, oh, yeah. and then like now he's like he'll do like one action movie, like super action movie a year. And then now he's like doing like he's in this Jumanji series that's gonna like keep going and probably get a third. Mm-hmm. And he's got Jungle Cruise coming up. Jungle yeah. Cruise, like he's Black Adam in the DC EU. Yeah, like, he's got he's like, like all this stuff. He's like going like all over the place and like he's going to town on these movies. <laughs> Jumanji's probably like the best thing I've seen him in because it like gives him like a way to where like he's doing more type of character stuff because mm-hmm. like the, it's not like just the nature him. of those movies is like. <laughs> He's acting like a teenager, and like he's acting like a nervous teenager in the first one, and then like acting like an old man in the second one. That's like all over the place, and it's mm-hmm. like really. And then him and Kevin Hart just like mesh well because like they're just friends off the screen too. So like them on screen is just fantastic. Yeah, they they are such a good duo. I but just like think they're so you fun saying together. To him and Tooth Fairy reminded me of the movie. The I game forgot plan about on, the Larry the Cable Guy Tooth Fairy. I really want to say that he did Game Plan and then turned around and basically did um, Pain and Gain. <laughs> like the just most other direction movie like yeah family he's, actor he's all over the place <laughs> really is all over the place and then what movie was i thinking about that i mean in? well here let's let's do this let's let's pull up <laughs> imdb he's he's the kevin bacon of our generation <laughs> just everywhere and we're um, just gonna see every single movie let's just let's just list off his all his most recent movies because i'm just i just want to really just see it for giggles i mean i'm actually really intrigued by jungle cruise because the last time disney made movies based off of a attraction that was at disney world pirates it pirates other than some little bumps here and there it worked out pretty well yeah but so so let's just go through his pirates of the caribbean can be definitely thrown in that category of trilogies that did not need a fourth I haven't saying. seen the fourth. Because Pirates. the original three, like, that is, like, a perfect arc, and it's so well done. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, everything so since then is, like... Right, I got it pulled up. All right, all right, so we got The right. Rock. We got So we got Jumanji, Fast and Furious of the Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. Fighting with My Family, Skyscraper, Rampage, The Other Jumanji, um, Baywatch, <laughs> <laughs> The Fate of the Furious, Moana, which was really good. Central Intelligence, which is oh pretty my. funny, but also kind of whack. He was in Moana. He was really good in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Another Fast and the Furious. <laughs> what? Fast and the Furious Supercharged? What yeah, is that's, that? That's the oh, ride. That's, that's the, the ride, ride at Universal. Universal. <laughs> oh, okay. I was so confused. San Andreas, Furious 7, um, Hercules. Remember when he did Hercules? Oh, Fast and oh. Furious 6, Pain and Gain, Empire State, G.I. Joe snitch gi joe okay 
Okay. You guys remember Journey to the Center of the Earth? It yes. Was, it was, they did pretty good. And then Journey 2 with The Rock. Like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, just Fast Five. They really just threw him into the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, have you guys ever seen his SNL sketch, The Franchise Viagra? sketch no. no oh my goodness okay we'll have to watch it but it's his whole bit when he hosted snl which he's hosted like so many times he comes on and he's doing this commercial for viagra he is franchise viagra franchises bring him in to revitalize the franchise and so he's talking about like fast and furious you want to make a more action movie bring in dwayne the rock johnson mm-hmm. journey to the center journey to the center of the earth dwayne the rock johnson like you just bring him into the franchise and you just like revitalize the franchise, bring it back and make it good again. And that was like the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, the other guys, tooth fairy, the other guys, (laughs) do you know that he was not even, he's barely in that movie, dude. Do you guys remember planet 51? He was in that. He was, wasn't he the lead? No, he was captain Charles T Baker. He was the captain. He I was in Race to Witch Mountain that. and Get Smart. I remember He's that. Just been in so many I remember movies. the Race to Witch Mountain just because there's like the one meme about it to where she, like she predicts what he's gonna say before he says it, and then like it became a meme template. That's the only reason I know that movie. <laughs> I actually like that. That's not even, liked, that's not even, that's not even what the movie's about. Like Mm-mm. she says she's a witch or something <laughs> like that, or an alien. She says she's an alien. Yeah. And he's like. <laughs> he, he just turns around lifts up the, does the eyebrow thing that weird smolder eyebrow thing he does in jumanji yeah you know i love that they just straight just call that out in jumanji just like this is something you've been intensity. doing in your movies for like your entire career so now we're just gonna like straight just call it what it is in jumanji and we're gonna give it to you as one of your special abilities mm. it was I, the first time i saw that out like so in the the first time i watched the first one i was like it was so good yep. yeah my one of my favorite things that they they did in there was making kevin hart's character one of his weaknesses cake i just thought that was <laughs> so funny especially in the new one where they're like would you like some cake he goes oh, no cake <laughs> It was just and then, like, he freaks out about it, like, when he's, like, not even Kevin Hart anymore. It's, like, yeah. just the person, like, in the real world. He's just, like, no cake. No oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just... That's such a funny thing to think about. Just... This character's just traumatized by cake. Because mm-hmm. he ate the cake and he exploded. exploded. <laughs> cake makes me explode. Uh, my favorite part of the next level, the, the sequel to the Jumanji movie, is uh, when they switch bodies. It's a spoiler. It's been out for a while. Yeah, it so has. I'm good. I'm good with it's that. It's like over a month. If you haven't seen it, you yeah. don't really care that much. Yeah. Sorry. So they switch bodies. He, Fridge gets back into Kevin Hart, or uh, Mouse, and he goes, mm-hmm. "That's why I'm the backpack guy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite lines for the first one. He's just like, he's just like, go like get in the water or something like that. He's like, you never get in the water with a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just so, like just something about like that line with Kevin Hart's delivery, like it it killed me. I couldn't handle it. You don't get the water with a backpack on. Everybody, everybody knows that. <laughs> it just like snaps. It's so good. Uh, another great line is from Jack Black. It's fridge, uh, in the next level is when he goes. At least last time I was black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Black is like the underlying star of like that of those movies because oh, he's yeah. the ones that like 
his like person that's like controlling his character in the game like changes the most mm-hmm. to where he like, plays so many different people. He's all over the he, place. He goes and then in the first the first movie. <laughs> yeah, the first movie when he's just a teenage girl, like he kills. Oh, it. so good Absolutely. because it is so like. It's almost over well, the top, but it's just right at the so, line. That's what I was worried and about. And it's perfect. I was worried going into it that it was going to be like him doing just your standard white girl impression. It wasn't going to be very funny. It was just – it. I was afraid it wasn't going to feel very original. But I was wrong. Like, he did really good. There were some times where it was like, okay, that was the easy joke to make. But I feel like most of the time it was like just really funny. Like this, The scene where in the first one where he's teaching um, Karen Gillan's character how to flirt was oh, yeah. top notch because <laughs> so it's funny. like jack black like flipping his hair that's not it's there so it's just it's so good oh my goodness uh, those are such i feel like they're very well-made movies and they've already confirmed mm-hmm. that they're going to come out with a third for this new trilogy of jumanji yep, yep. which is really crazy that the rock and like that whole team has revitalized like Jumanji, the original with Robin Williams, yeah. was a good movie, but it was never considered an A-list property. It was very much a B-list property. It was a, a good movie, has a good following. It's kind of a cult classic in some mm-hmm. ways. Like, I would watch it. Like, it's a good movie, but mm-hmm. it's not a blockbuster. It's not an A-list movie. But now, they've turned it into an A-list property. Like, it's a blockbuster movie. And this next one, I feel like, is going to do very, very well, which is crazy that they've been able to do that. And I think that we're going to start seeing that trend even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just revitalizing old movies and making them into new properties. Just as long as we don't do RoboCop. Um, yeah. So, I think to wind down here, we'll just talk about movies we're excited for coming up this year. Ooh, you I know, think we, that's good. We got a lot like of movies that. coming up. We do. Um, Man, I got to think about that. Yeah. I mean, I like thinking ahead to movies this year. I still got movies I need to see from 2019. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um, I think I'm really excited. Really excited for uh, the trailer that just dropped Morbius is that, is that what it's called yeah I haven't seen the trailer for it yet the trailer is I heard crazy it was crazy dude but it I watched really it for, when I watched it for the first time like I was I was honestly just shook like there's there's so many little hints that like all this time we've had like the constant back and forth between Marvel Studios and Sony about rights to Spider-Man and Spider-Man characters and stuff like that and of course like what's gonna happen with the tom holland spider-man and like where those two movies have gone and how it connects to like the overall mcu and then sony was like all right they kind of like unbudged and they're like we're gonna make a third spider-man movie and we're gonna let him stay in the mcu because it's a good thing for everybody and then now they're like still trying to do this they're doing this morbius movie with jared leto and i'm I think Jared Leto is going to be really, really good in it. And so, it's so be... what is it? What is it about? Like, kind of, because I haven't seen the trailer. Like, if you it's were to like, summarize it in just like thirty seconds, it's like so. Morbius is like a vampire, but it's mm-hmm. a Spider-Man anti-hero, like similar to Venom. Mm-hmm. So, so like it's he's... so it's a superhero movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's Sony in association with Marvel Studios. Oh, really? So it's like supposed to be like in the same like Sony verse that Venom is in. And like where like Venom Two is gonna be in, where but like it's, Woody but it's associated comes in as Carnage. Oh, so it's not associated with Marvel, Marvel Studios. It's just Sony's Marvel, right? Yes. It's not the Disney. But Marvel. we're gonna get there to where like they've started to drop hints in this trailer that it's gonna be like directly connected to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Because I guess spoiler, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, go watch it. At me, but <laughs> yeah, 
like the last shot is I'm gonna cover Myers real quick. Go ahead. The last shot is Michael Keaton's vulture, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "Hey, what's up?" And then it just cuts away. There's also a part where he's running through the alleyway, mm-hmm. and there's the mural of Spider-Man, and it's his murderer on it. Yeah, which could be and like everybody's like, "Oh, it's it's the um Sam Raimi Spider-Man like in the mural," and I was like. I think it's just because that's just how, like, somebody, like, graffitied it on there. Like, it's saying murder is, like, the way more important part to that because it shows that, like, it's Tom Holland Spider-Man because of how far from home left off. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm opening my ears. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll start talking about another movie. Um, I'm really excited for Dr. Doolittle. Oh, I'm, okay. Well, it's just called Doolittle now. I'm excited for it, but I'm also very disappointed in them because I really like the original title. The original title was The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle. That's such a great movie name. It separates it from the Eddie Murphy one, which is also not at all like the books, because this is very close to the original books. And now, and then they went down to just Dr. Doolittle, and now it's Doolittle, unless they've changed it back to Dr. Doolittle, which wouldn't surprise I don't think me. they have. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for that one. Uh, I just like Robert Downey Jr., and I like yeah. to see him on screen again because yeah. I'm sad that he's dead. One that I really want to see is uh, Rest in Peace, Iron Free Man. Guy with Ryan yes. Reynolds. Looks really funny. Very funny. I, yeah, we saw the trailer for that, and that looked really good. I'm really excited for um, Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan movie that's coming out this year. Mm, yeah. It's like somewhere within like a month from now. Um, big Christopher Nolan guy. Dark Knight trilogy are mm-hmm. some of my favorite movies, and... Just excited to see where he's going next because a lot of his original screenplays and original writing is really, really good. Inception's one of my favorite movies of all time. I think we also have to talk about Sonic. Oh, uh, yeah. I it has been a, it a, has been a journey is, for our headhog, man. <laughs> I am actually I will probably go watch Sonic in theaters, even though I don't think it's gonna be very good. I'll probably give them my money because I appreciate the animators I that completely reanimated mm-hmm. that whole movie. Like, mm-hmm. I think some people think, oh, they just changed the design and it just kept all the same. But, like, no, I was looking at so, like, they had to completely reanimate everything because they changed so much mm-hmm. that they went through and they reanimated the whole movie and kind of changed the story a little bit, I think. You know what's I don't a funny know. thing? But, like, I just <laughs> respect that, like, the grind. The same guy that's, like, the main, like, character in sonic is the same dude from hop yes. and it's like another movie where he's just like in a buddy film with like this cgi character and it's and everybody's like is this all this guy does yep i haven't seen him i haven't seen him since hop <laughs> Neither <have> is, I. <laughs> is that is he the guy that's in the peter rabbit movie too no okay or is no. that someone else okay. that's somebody else okay uh, if he was the guy that's his niche <laughs> i mean if he was the guy in peter rabbit that'd probably just be a hop sequel that didn't need to be made because hop wasn't good either well peter rabbit sequel coming out yeah i know it's coming coming up oh there's so uh, many movies <laughs> and i'm it's excited be, for a lot of them it's and gonna be hard to top that. 2019 though 2019 was a very good year for me no we got we've got two pixar movies in 2020 we're we're in good shape. And Onward a Bill and, Ted. and Soul, like and a Bill and Ted movie. Yeah, like coming back. It's going to be a good baby. year for movies. Um, I think that's a pretty good pilot. Uh, yeah. If I've ever recorded one before, which I haven't. Same. Um, I mean, but, neither I mean, have I. So, I think this is a good place to leave it off. Yeah. And uh, we got people clapping outside. So 
Definitely. I think they're excited for this as well. We um, have we have fans, guys. We yeah. do. Three big least. following. <laughs> um, so yeah, we at the time that this is dropping, uh, episode one should be dropping as well. So you can actually just if you want to go right into that one, and we're gonna talk about the Cars trilogy. Mm. We're gonna talk about uh, what's good about it, what's bad about it, how we would fix it, maybe how the universe works because it's really confusing, um, and kind of talk about the good one. Cars 1, the bad one, Cars 2, and the one that we don't really remember, which is Cars 3. <laughs> uh, so I think that's all we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this has been Act 4, a podcast about movies. Mm-hmm. Peace out, guys.